Midwest to the East Coast, we are three gals who are goal-driven boss ladies that want to connect and inspire you to get things done. Our goal is to give you some quick tips on having a great productive life, navigating relationships, taking care of the family, maintaining a love life, doing good clinical work, all while still trying to get to the gym and make time for yourself. Trust us, we get it. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Kindle Bott here at Bold and Bright-Eyed, and I'm joined with my colleagues, Dr. Jesslyn Quint. Hey, hey, hey. And Dr. Keely Brown. Hey, everybody. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about how to deal with burnout. Um, so how we get it um, and, and how to deal with it moving forward so we can stay uh, productive in our, in our careers and in our personal life. So we talked about goal setting in the past and time management and, and how to get things done. But in trying to be productive and being go, go, go all day long, um, you know, checking our phones, being competitive at work, burnout is very, very real. Um, and I think that there has been a shift from, you know, many years ago to now. I think the millennial generation is trying to put an emphasis on uh, work-life balance. And um, I think that that has shifted, but I still think that um, burnout does happen. And, and in some ways, I've noticed that it's happening a little bit earlier. And there's some articles that talk about that as well. Um, and so kind of wanting to discuss um with with Jesslyn and Keeley, what they think on um, why it's happening earlier and why it is happening at all. Um, I remember, you know, growing up, my, my dad worked two full-time jobs. I, I didn't see him a lot growing up, uh, and, and he was never talking about burnout or, you know, work-life balance. So so why, why do you think that there's a shift, um, and do you guys feel that there's a different work ethic from, you know, our, our parents' generation to now this generation that we're in? Um, and, and what can be, what are your thoughts on, on, on that? Jocelyn, what do you think? I definitely think that there's um, a shift. I mean, my, my parents worked really hard. Um, my dad was a farmer growing up. And so, you know, from sunup to sun, sundown, that was very much um, his work style with no vacations and no days off. And, you know, even on weekends, you know, you're always working in some sense. And I, I think that while those, there are a lot of positive things um, that came from that, that is, has made me work hard and have a good work ethic. I think I also um, have a slightly different perspective on that is that I see the value of a work-life balance in order to be more productive, like being able to assess when I need to take breaks, when I need to um, kind of like even just do a mental kind of decompression. That way I can be more productive later on, or I can be more creative, or I can be more, you know, come up with new ideas. Um, and I, I think that that's different. And it's actually cool because I've talked to my dad about this a lot. And he actually told me recently that one thing that he really admires about me, like in my leadership style is like being able to kind of have um, that self-assessment of knowing when I just need to tap out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think that sometimes the older generation admires that about um, millennials. Sometimes we get a lot of, you know, uh, slack for other things. But I, I think um, when I interact with peoples of a different generation, that that is one positive thing um, that they always bring up, I guess. What about you, Keely? Yeah, so my dad definitely had um, a strong work ethic, and my parents definitely made a good team and and worked together and 
built the life for us and provided and all that kind of stuff. But it definitely, I think through generations, like past generations, it's been putting in the grit and the hard hours, like long, long hours. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that shifted a little bit. I think that, you know, and then not so good light millennials have a little bit of a laziness attached to them. I don't think that's always the case, but I think it's just shifted. I think that, I think that's why they're thought of as being lazy is because we're not doing as much like long, hard hours constantly kind of thing. I think we do take more breaks, but I think breaks are a good thing and definitely to more productivity. There's tons of studies that say that, um, pacing yourself or, taking breaks or being mindful of when you need to take breaks. It's definitely right out of school, right out of the bat. Um, I was eager to be working and I worked a lot and I did get a little burnt out right at first, right out of the gates. And I realized, Hey, I can't get burnt out now. I just started to have 29 more years to work. So I need to like (laughs) be fresh for a while. I can't get burnt out right away. Um, but it's all about, you know, finding balance and things change through generations and, things shift and I think we see those shifts more now and I think things are more um, talked about and more visible and I think in a large part that's due to social media you kind of see this perception of what other people are doing or and on the flip side of that sometimes it looks like people are working all the time and they can make you perceive whatever they want you to perceive. I, I think sometimes too with millennials is that, you know, I guess one point and, and there's different stances on this is that, you know, as a millennial generation, we have different pressures than maybe other generations had, had had, Mm -hmm. um, everything is online information is at our fingertips and you're expected just to be able to do a lot more because of that. And sometimes those pressures can, you know, in a, you know, cause more burnout than maybe previous generations had to deal with potentially. Yeah, so so you know, there's there's just working in general that's causing burnout and then on top of that we have these pressures and you're right, we do talk about things a lot more, which is a good thing um, as this generation. But I do think that it was probably harder for older generations. um, And I think that's why mental health is such a big thing right now, because that probably affected their mental health, not talking about what they were going through and then day in, day out, not being able to change anything about it. Um, So what what societal pressures do you think uh, contribute to burnout along with just, you know, working the hours that that we do? So there are different societal pressures, um, like different careers, dating, the pressure to succeed and to be perfect and what you see on social media or in magazines or on the news, um, TV ads, different shows and stuff. And then, you know, just having student loan debt being more than ever before. People are coming out of school with, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, like you get a hundred thousand from undergrad and then 200,000 or more from professional schools and then just the general adulting and then all of that combined can sometimes just be overwhelming and you know you just don't know how to manage it all at once and leads leads to burnout I think it's it's good to um, kind of like Jess said just know when to tap out I think that's a hard thing to kind of for some reason for some people just to to tune into and just to know when you need a break and then taking those breaks appropriately and using your time wisely. If you, I think you'd be just as efficient if you 
plan out your time and get X, Y, and Z done for an hour and a half and then take a 20-minute break and kind of move on. I definitely did that in school with studying. I think you're way more productive if uh, you kind of manage it out and stand up and go walk around after being in the library sitting in one spot for hours. Um, It's good to get some fresh air. And then at work, we definitely um, love that lunch break, that time just to kind of reset you know, hopefully every day we get that. It doesn't always happen, but um, we plan for it to kind of work hard in the morning, and then whatever happens in the morning, you're able to reset and kind of get back together and hit it hard again um, for the afternoon and work hard and see patients. Uh, so I think just that lunch break is everything to us. We just really, really love it. <laughs> but the office is quiet. We turn down the lights. People go, you know, where they need to. And then I go into my office and I just kind of sit there and just have a moment. And then it- I don't think millennials are the only generation clearly that have had burnout, you know, even like basically every generation and every person experiences burnout um, at some point. This certainly isn't a new thing. I think it's just more talked about. Like right now, I almost think talking about burnout is a little bit trendy, especially in the healthcare industry, right? Like that's like a hot topic that everybody is discussing because it's, it is a very real ordeal. But I, but I think it just needs to be said too, that, you know, we're not the only generation that has definitely experienced burnout, you know, Yes, I agree. I think that before maybe it was perceived as if you say that you're burnt out or you're tired, it's a sign of weakness or being lazy or not working hard. And I definitely don't think it's that. I think it's just realizing when you need a break. Yeah, and I think I think it's it's good how you said, I mean, yeah, we should take breaks in general, vacations and that kind of thing, but you need a break day in and day out. I think when I first started working um, and a couple years in, I was starting to feel burnout. And and like you said, saying, you know, I have however many years of this left, I can't be burned out yet. I was thinking of it more long term. But if you take that down day to day and make sure you're getting that mental break, you know, throughout the day, then that's going to make it even easier, um, you know, to to move forward without feeling because those days that you're feeling burned out kind of just keep adding up and you can't wait for a vacation. Um, whenever that's going to be for that to, to resolve what's going on and, and refueling you as well. I read this, um, article actually that said that 50, 51% of, um, white collar, uh, workers in the U S believe that they reach burnout and that something needs to change. I mean, that's, that's a big number and that's across all generations. Yeah. Not just millennials, like we were saying when you guys are individually feeling burnout, I mean, like, I think when you think of burnout, like most people, the first response would be like, oh, you feel tired or exhausted or like lack of motivation. But do you guys, have you found other, other, maybe not so obvious symptoms for lack of a better word of burnout in your own lives? Keely? Yes. I am more like short with people or patients or just not as energetic or like happy, I guess, when I'm just kind of tired or, or burnout. Um, overall, I think it affects my mood. I wish it didn't, but I think it does. You know, just um, you just burn out. I don't know how else to explain it other than um, I just get tired of things. And once you reset, then it, and it's all better. But yeah, I definitely am just shorter. Yeah, I think I'm I'm definitely more irritable um, whenever I'm burned out. And I notice that things get to me a little bit quicker that normally I could just brush off my shoulder and, and 
wouldn't really mean as much, but when I'm burned out, I feel like my fuse for sure is a little bit shorter and it's, it's harder to control uh, on top of being, being exhausted. I think for me, I lose my creativity. Like I, I think I always have to have like some sort of a creative outlet, like maybe this podcast or, you know, doing photography, that kind of thing. And when I lose that motivation, that's usually a pretty good sign. And sometimes too, I'll, I'll lose that like forward thinking aspect when I start feeling burnt out. So when I'm not excited about like the future or if I'm not thinking of like, you know, other ideas to do or to work on, for me, that's usually another, another sign that, hey, maybe burnout is approaching. I agree with that, Jess. Those are some good points, too. I'm the same way, um, being creative. I definitely, when I'm re-energized, I'm thinking forward and and innovating and having these great ideas and, and stuff. And I think half of it, too, is just kind of recognizing when you are burnt out, just being able to recognize the signs and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I think know what you need to do. A lot of people are probably worried to take not just breaks, you know, weekly, but take longer vacations and that kind of thing, um, or to work on their, their, um, creative outlets or whatever it is, cause they're worried about how they'll be perceived at work. Um, do you guys, when you started taking time off at work, did you ever feel like you're worried if you, you know, you'd have a job when you get back or if people would think you're not, um, being aggressive and, and, um, trying to, you know, just, just be there um, to to show that you know I'm here. I'm here to work. I'm you know bright eyed and um, showing your dedication. Did you ever feel like that was something you had to deal with uh, when you when you first started working, Keely? Yeah. So I think there's definitely a pressure to feel like you have to be there at least five days a week and the full eight hours um, a day and be present and go, 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 and be on your best, you know, have your A game. Um, I think that, that that's definitely definitely there. And I think even, I think it's, you know, probably stricter in corporate America. I feel like in optometry there's, a, you know, it's not as cutthroat as corporate America where they expect you to work, you know, more than your allotted time each day. And if you don't, they'll replace you. Um, I didn't feel a huge, huge pressure in that, um, but definitely felt the pressure to to work the traditional 40 hours a week for sure. Yeah. What about you, Jess? I, I never felt the pressure that I was, like, going to lose my job, I guess. But um, I think I felt pressure in the sense that, like, people who work with me every day kind of know how hard I yeah. work, right? So I feel like they're like, yay, she's finally taking a vacation. But sometimes people who don't work with me, like from an outside, then see that I'm on vacation. And if I have a couple of those are like, oh, she's in Costa Rica again, (laughs) or oh, she's in Morocco, or you know, whatever it is. And so like, that's like this weird social pressure from people that don't really know that, you know, you're not just lollygagging around the world. You're, you know, you're, you're taking mental breaks on purpose. But I, I think I feel pressured because for me and my job, it's it's very much like productivity driven. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I take a vacation or a mental break or a long weekend or anything like that, it's like lost income, yeah. you know. And sometimes, you know, coming out of school, especially when you've been a student for so long, it's almost like you have to be like I have to like mentally be like, it's OK. It is worth losing the couple days or weeks worth of income. But sometimes I still feel that pressure, you know. Um, I don't think I've quite mastered that. I have to, like, 
still tell myself that maybe it's okay because it will lead to other income down the road. Yeah, I think I think it's important. I think you have to think about its worth. But yeah, having student loans and just, you know, adulting and having bills and that kind of thing, you, you wonder, like, is it worth it? Should I be doing this? Um, but yeah, that it that it is important um, to take to take those to take those breaks. And so so we're talking about your traveling. Did you travel as much as you do now, like from day one? Or has that become something that you've um, gotten more into in the last few years? Has it changed? I think I've, I've always traveled because I've always um, felt really inspired when I do travel. But I feel like a lot of my travel before, like, you know, as a student and whatnot, was very much um, like work-based or like mission trip-based or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But now it's evolved to, I think I'm like, obviously I, I love to travel. I love to experience those things. Like that's kind of my hobby. That's one of my passions. But I recognize it now as a different need. Like, I, I need that to be able to, like, keep my energy level up. I need that to, like, keep me excited about life. Um, so I, I don't know if, like, my amount has traveled, but maybe, like, my purpose and the reason why I do travel has changed a little bit. So what about you, Keely? What are specific things that you do that help you um, deal with burnout, uh, whether it's on a day-to-day basis or monthly or, you know, throughout the year? Yeah, so definitely with burnout, I think it kind of goes hand in hand a little bit with like self-care. So I enjoy exercising. I pretty much try to dedicate having 30 minutes to exercise a day if I can. And that really helps give me some mental clarity and it gets those endorphins going. And I think that helps a good bit with my day-to-day. And then at nighttime, I like to really have my time to kind of unwind and just be quiet and um, have time to myself. So those are two things that I try to have day to day because I have a one and your one and a half year old and then working and doing all that, the day can get pretty hectic. So that's my daily maintenance minimum. And then, um, I've been trying to do this with my husband more is like have dedicated date nights. Um, it's hard sometimes with the schedules, but that has been really nice too, just to kind of go and have like adult conversation and just, you know, put our phones away and just talk. So that's good. It doesn't happen, but maybe like once a month or so. But um, we try to make it happen, just the two of us, to go out and do something. And that's really that's good stress relief. And then I like to have things to look forward to. Um, that's a good mental goal to have if you have like a little getaway or a little vacation or like at the end of March, I'm going to Vision Expo. I mean, it's kind of work-related, but it's definitely going to be fun. So just having like little milestones to look forward to to get you through. Um, and then I think just, you know, going back to the normal self, self-care stuff, sometimes even just doing things such as if you can go and get a pedicure or manicure or just painting your nails just to freshen things up sometimes can give you a new mindset. So I think everyone just kind of has to find what things they can do that excites them and – you just have to know that and just do it. That's true. I think another game changer for me was actually meditation. You know, I I feel like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, I thought would probably have thought like medication or meditation was like, you know, like some snake oil, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. But um, it's it's been a huge game changer for just like mental clarity. You know, it, you know, there's a lot of different apps to use. There's a lot of different ways to meditate. But honestly, even if you just take like three minutes and just do some like 
breathing, you know, deep breaths. Um, that's kind of a form of med- uh, meditation. And that I think has been really helpful of trying to do that daily to kind of ultimately prevent burnout. Yeah, I agree. I actually started meditating, um, more so like the last probably four or five years. And it, and I think it does, and I can tell when I haven't been meditating as much, like, okay, I should probably start doing that again. Um, and you also can do it in the middle of your work day, like on lunch, if you have two minutes to spare um, and, you know, have your headphones. And there's definitely guided meditations online if you're new to meditation. Um, and, you know, we can link some stuff in our Instagram page, too, to kind of help you guys if you're interested in something like that. But, but yeah, that's a good point to bring up. I think just having that time to, to quiet your mind um, can make you more productive throughout the day for sure. Um, and you were kind of talking about creativity before, and I wanted to add that actually when I started my dance company, um, I was a little bit exhausted and stretched thin at first because I was, you know, not only doing that, but also working a full-time job as well. But now I feel like I'm excited to work on it and it, it fuels, um, wanting to be in the in the office doing eye exams as well. So I almost enjoy optometry more now that I have this creative outlet that I'm working on all the time. So I think just using different parts of your brain um, can decrease that feeling of that, that routine that kind of just gets, you know, your day in and day out, I think, just changing it up in whatever way works for you. And everybody might be different, um, whether it's exercise, whether it's working on a project, whether it's traveling. I think Everyone just has to kind of find what works for them, and then you have to be consistent. That's probably the key um, with the things that you guys have mentioned is is remembering to do them so that you don't start feeling burnt out and that doesn't start to, to add up. I was just going to say, I think you hit the nail on the head is that um, for burnout, you know, the breaking up the repetition, like that repetitive motion every day, that's like the big culprit. And so I, I think um, you said that very well of, of breaking that um, that cycle through your dance company or, or like you said, any any other uh, modality is 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 definitely vital in, in the whole preventing burnout grand scheme of things. I think it's a mindset too. I think it's overall taking good care of yourself. Um, you know, even throughout the day, like eating healthy meals, exercising, getting good sleep. I think all those things. Sometimes I think we forget about the basics. I think we look into like all these other things. But if you're getting four to five hours of sleep at night, um, you're going to get burnt out easier because you're tired and cranky. So, you know, it definitely the full eight hours of sleep is a real thing. And I think it really, really does help just taking care of yourself from the basic necessities. Um, so, uh, with that, uh, we are going to sign off here on our episode about burnout. We will leave some tools and, um, some, some information for you guys linked to this episode for things that you can look into um, if you want to look into ways to uh, to prevent burnout and to uh, to change your routine up um, but hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time bye everyone bye guys <laughs>